This is the World War II Radio Podcast. A date which will live in infamy. This is London. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Go ahead, Berlin. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Welcome to the World War II Radio Podcast. Today we have Off Tokyo Bay, an episode of Author's Playhouse that first aired on January 6th, 1943. It is based on the story of the same name by Richard Sale and tells the story of a submarine crew in the Pacific. Author's Playhouse was broadcast from 1941 to 1945, airing first over the Mutual Network, then the NBC Blue Network, later to be known as ABC, before finishing its run on the NBC Red Network, what was traditionally known as NBC. It told stories based on books, stories, and plays from well-known writers of the time. This podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. If you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Be sure to visit our website at brickpicklemedia.com podcast, where you can find links to past episodes and other information. So thanks for listening. Enjoy today's episode of the World War II Radio Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Richard Sales' timely story of daring in the face of danger, off Tokyo Bay. This is the story of those lonely hunters of the sea, the men of the United States submarine fleet, stalking the enemy in his own familiar waters, hurling their torpedoes into his very heart. When the last final score has been tallied, democracy will at last know her debt to heroes like the gallant crew of the submarine Squid, who dared to laugh at the lady upstairs. What they did, they considered no more than their duty. Yet a deathless glory was their reward, as Richard Sale relates in Off Tokyo Bay. planning to call the young man, Mary? If and when. <laughs> Good heavens, Red, what a foolish question. <laughs> well, in the first place, he's got to be a boy. And in the second place, his name's going to be Paul Brainerd Hayden, Jr. 
<laughs> I don't see why you should be so proud of that moniker, Paul. What have you ever done that would make you want to perpetuate it? I guess you got something there, Red. <laughs> oh, sit still, Paul. I'll answer. I never saw Mary looking better. How much longer now, Paul? Maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Stanhope refuses to commit himself. Uh-huh. Hello? Just a moment, please. Phone call for Lieutenant Commander Paul B. Hayden, no less. Sounded very official. Excuse me, Red, will you? Oh, sure. Go right ahead, Paul. Lieutenant Commander Hayden speaking. Yes, he's here, sir. Sounds as if you're included, Red. Yes. No, sir. I hadn't heard, sir. Very well, sir. At once, sir. Lieutenant Commander Wilson and Lieutenant Commander Hayden are report at once to Rear Admiral Donovan. It seems that about an hour ago, the Japs bombed Pearl Harbor. Lieutenant Commander Wilson reporting to Admiral Donovan as ordered. This way, if you please. Come in. Lieutenant Commander Hayden, Lieutenant Commander Wilson reporting as ordered, sir. Come in, gentlemen. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, sir. Sit down, Hayden. Sit down, Wilson. Thank you, Thank sir. You, sir. Squid all ship-shape, Hayden? About a stern, sir. How about the seahorse, Wilson? Ready for anything, sir. Good. I've already received orders, which I am sure you gentlemen will find very welcome. Briefly, you're to attack the Japs in and off Tokyo Bay. Thank you, sir. That's just what we've been hoping for. How soon do we cast off, sir? You'll report to your ships at once, and sealed orders will be delivered to you. We're counting rather heavily on you gentlemen and the commanders of our other submarines. At the moment, we're hardly in a position to meet the Japs with our surface units. So it's up to you to put the fear of God and the American Navy in their unbelieving hearts. Good luck, Hayden. Thank you, sir. Good luck, Wilson. Thank you, sir. One thing more, gentlemen. Naturally, you will attack whatever enemy ships you may encounter. But it's the hope of every man in the Navy that you'll find your crosshairs centered on an aircraft carrier. Like to make a little bet, Paul? On what, Red? Well, on which of us gets the first flat top. What kind of a bet? How much? Well, I've got a bottle of ten-year-old scotch I've been saving to christen that kid of yours with when it gets here. But since Paul Brainerd Hayden Jr. hasn't been launched yet, and since he might turn out to be a girl anyway, what'll you put up against the scotch? Hmm. How old is he? Ten years. How about a dollar a year? Ten bucks against the jug. Done. Uh, wait a minute, Red. What happens if neither one of us gets a flat top? Well, it's the easiest thing in the world. If we both get back, we can still christen your young hopeful. And you can buy him a fur-lined high chair with your ten bucks. And if we don't get back, the bet's off. Fair enough. Good luck, Paul. It's been swell seeing you and Mary again. 
Same back at you, Red. I'll be looking forward to collecting that bet. like one of the battle cruisers they converted to aircraft. That's what it is, all right. I'll bet a million bucks it's the Akagi. Let's get her, Skipper. That's what I intend to do. Hannigan. Aye, sir. Course 225, dead slow. Course 225, dead slow, sir. And for Pete's sake, hold her down. If she broaches now, they'll bury us all in nipping. Hold her down it is, sir. How many destroyers do you count for? Five. Yeah, that's what I made out, too. They're screening her too cockeyed well. She's gonna head south, hugging the land, and the cans are taking the outside train. Got to fire under them, Johnny. They'll pick us up on the hydrophones any time now. That's the chance we've got to take. Bow tube, stand by. Bow tube, stand by. Bow tube, standing by. Set depth at 18 feet. Set depth at 18 feet. Depth set. At 18 feet. That last can's picked us up, Johnny. He's changed her course and she's boiling our way. Fire one. Fire one. Fire one. Fire two. Fire two. Fire two. Change course 220. Change course 220, it is, sir. Fire three. Fire three. Fire three. Fire four. Fire four. Fire four. Take it down to 80 feet. 80 feet it is, sir. Sorry we couldn't wait and see the fun, Johnny. The beaky destroyer making for us with blood in her eye. We're due for a hot time in the old town in about a minute. 30 feet, sir. What's our bottom here, Johnny? 100? 100 feet, Skipper. 40 feet, sir. Listen. Number one got home. Number two's due in eight seconds. Fifty feet, sir. Number two missed. Probably went under. Sixty feet, sir. Number three is doing eleven seconds. One more chance, Skipper. Don't forget that. Good old number four. She made it. 
I hope they got the carrier and not the cans. Those cans dragged 10 feet mean draft, and the big flat tops are on 21. KDC, sir. Engines off. Engines off. Engines off. Now, let's see how good the lady upstairs is. Can you hear that, Kantrosky? Aye, sir. I've got him on the phones now. He's getting closer. There's the first ash can, Skipper. Still coming our way, Trosky? Aye, sir. Fast. You don't need hydrophones to tell that one was nearer. Things are getting warm. First casualty, one light globe. Sounds getting fainter, sir. I think they've changed their course. She's turned all right. Probably gone to do some rescue work. I wish we knew if we got that flat top, Skipper. We got something. I can just see Red Wilson's face if he has to pay off. Sounds growing very faint, sir. She's left for good. Tomorrow we'll probably hear the Tokyo shortwave bragging how they sank a whole flotilla of American subs. Take her up to 40 feet, Hannigan. We'll have another look. 40 feet of this, sir. Engine's dead slow. Engine's dead slow. Engine's dead slow. I'd like to trade all day on that basis, Skipper. Four fish and one light globe for a Jap carrier. Or even a destroyer. Or maybe both. 70 feet, sir. We'll soon know what the score is. Any further sign of that can, Trotsky? No, sir. Faded out to where I can barely hear it. 60 feet, sir. Michaels. Aye, sir. Check the bow torpedo room, see if the tubes are reloaded. Aye, sir. 50 feet, sir. We might be able to get in another shot or two upstairs. All tubes reloaded? All tubes reloaded. I'm all right, Hennigan. <coughs> Johnny, Lieutenant Viter. All present. But I don't know if I'm accounted for, Skipper. I must have been out like Lottie's eye. Where are we? Down on the bottom of Tokyo Bay. See if your torch is working, Hennigan. Aye, sir. It's working, sir. It's waterproof. Go over to the box and put in a new fuse. Aye, sir. May only be a blown out fuse. Just a chance the globes may be okay. I'll try, sir. Oh. Yes. You heard, Trotsky? Oh, I, I guess not, sir. Something cracked me on my head. Oh. Test the hydrophone. See if it's still working. Aye, sir. Oh, that's better. Lights work. Now we can see what we're doing. How do you suppose those globes... No way of telling, Hannigan. Just a freak. A freak we ought to be thankful for. Ninety-nine times out of a hundred, those globes would have broken. But this seems to be the hundredth time. 
See if the phone's working. Aye, sir. Call the bow compartment and ask them to report. We're making water here. Plates must plates must have been showing their rivets somewhere. Aye, sir. Control call out compartment. Control calling bow compartment. Bow compartment report to control. Bow compartment report to control. Bow compartment doesn't report, sir. Try the engine room. The chief's still alive. Have him come forward. Aye, sir. Control calling engine room. Engine room. Go ahead, control. What's the dope back there, chief? All hands safe. Making some water, but not much. All hands safe aft, sir. Tell him to come forward. Aye, sir. Captain's orders. All hands aft. Come forward. Understood? Understood. What the devil happened to us, Paul? Did that can come back? I didn't trust no. him. No. Take it easy, Johnny. That was no depth charge. We hit a mine. Oh? Oh. Must have nosed right up into it. Bow's probably a mess. By rights, we all ought to be dead. We're lucky. My yeah. Hand. Yeah? I suppose we are. Now all we gotta do is get out of this crib. That does seem the logical thing to do. And, Johnny, I think it'd be wiser if we observed the formalities of rank. We're in a tough spot, and it might set a better example for the men. You understand? Understood, sir. Very well, Lieutenant. We'll try the control room hatch. Aye, sir. Engine room crew reporting, sir. How'd you get that cut, Chief? Don't know how I got it, sir. How are things there? We've got to blow out of here, sir. One of the plates just buckled. How much water so far? It's knee-deep, sir. We can't shut the watertight door. It's buckled out of line. If the water reaches batteries... I know, Chief. Chlorine. We can't blow out of here. We hit a mine. Oh. We haven't got any bow left. What's our depth, Hannigan? Almost 100 feet, sir. That's what we're up against, Chief. Shoulder room hatch is jammed, sir. No way to open a short of blowing it loose. Very well, Lieutenant. The bow hatch is out of the question. Hannigan, try the stern hatch. Aye, sir. We'll never get out of here! We'll never hey, get out of here! <laughs> Lieutenant, go up in the conning tower and see if it's all there. Right, sir. I'll shoot any man who panics. We're going to get out of here, but it's going to take guts and nerve. We're going to get out. How's the stern hatch, Hannigan? It won't open, sir. Very well. Lieutenant Viter's examining the conning tower. We'll rig an escape line. Make it fast down here. We'll float it to the surface when we open the conning tower hatch. Go after the gear of the stern escape hatch, Hannigan, and bring it here. Aye, sir. How does the conning tower look, Lieutenant? All sound, sir. He's not making water anywhere I can see, sir. Thank you, Lieutenant. 
Michaels? Aye, sir. Go aft and open the stern torpedo tubes and let in the sea. Aye, sir. You can't do it, Skipper. You can't open the conning tower hatch. You've got a hundred feet of Japanese sea on top of you. We've got to do it. All the other hatches are jammed. It's the only way out. But it's impossible. You can't do it. You can't raise hatch against the weight and pressure of the sea. We'll have a try anyway. We've got to raise the pressure inside the squid to a point where it nearly matches the pressure outside. That's why I've ordered the stern torpedo to its open. Here's your escape here, sir. We'll be ready for it in a minute, Hannigan. Men, I want volunteers to open the conning tower hatch. We'll take now, sir. Lieutenant Ryder, you'll take Williams, Marvin, Rufino, and Swenson. And open the conning tower hatch. Very good, sir. Come on, men. Michaels has opened the stern torpedo tube. I don't know myself how high the water will go. All hands put on mounts and lungs. Stand by the tank for oxygen. Hannigan, take over the oxygen valve. Aye, sir. Everybody listen carefully. We're only 100 feet deep here. You've all been that deep in the tank in New London. You all know there's enough oxygen in the mounts and lung to take you to the surface from this depth in easy stages. Be sure the clip is tight on your nose and grab the mouthpiece with your teeth and you'll be all right. The volunteer crew will attempt to open the hatch. If it opens, the sea will pour in. For God's sake, keep your heads. Stand still, in line. The lifeline will shoot to the surface first. The volunteers will go up the line first. Ascending slowly, pausing at the proper intervals. If you shoot topside all at once, you'll die. Your lungs will burst. Understood? Understood, sir. No panic, men. One by one, plenty of time. Lots of life in the Momsen if you don't lose your nerve. If one man loses his nerve, he may kill us all. After the volunteers, enlisted men, then petties, followed by the officers and the master. Understood? Aye, aye, sir. Any questions? What happens when we get topside, sir? Let's worry about that when we get there. <laughs> Will the ship fill completely, sir? Possibly not. I don't know. We've got to build up pressure in here in order to get the hatch open. We've got to try and match the pressure outside or we'll never get it open. Any more questions? Lieutenant Ryder, get your crew busy as ordered. Very good, sir. Follow me, men. You say it was a big flat top we knocked off, sir? I'm sure it was the Akagi, one of the battle cruisers they converted. Are you sure we got her, sir? You heard our fish, Hannigan. At 18 feet, they should have passed right under the destroyers if there were any in the way. Oh, then glory be. This is a cheap price we're paying. I can die happy now, sir. We're not dead yet, Hannigan. Not by a long sight. Don't work, Michael. Take a lung. The lieutenant has a crew working on the conning tower hatch. That's the way we're going to escape. Sir, we are unable to open the hatch. We have it loosened, but we can't lift it against the pressure on it. I expected that, Lieutenant. All Momsen's ready? Already here, sir. I'm going to open the forward water tight door. We'll be flooded. When I give the command, start your crew again on the hatch. Understood? Understood, sir. If your nerve is bad, you're donors. Get going on that hatch for all you're worth the minute I give the command. Very good, sir. Now, you men here, 
Line up at the landing. Don't move out of line. Michaels? Aye, sir. You'll go up the ladder and hand the lifeline to Lieutenant Vider. Aye, sir. Lieutenant Vider. Aye, sir. Michaels is bringing you the lifeline. When the sea floods us and you open the hatch, you'll let the lifeline go up. The men who are with you will ascend the line one at a time. You will then descend the ladder and kick my hand twice, if all's clear. So... Understood, sir. After I get the all clear from the lieutenant, I'll punch each man's arm twice when I want him to start up the line. Understood? Aye, sir. Aye, sir. Bombson's on all. Hannigan, break open the bow door. Aye, sir. Where's Hannigan? Right here, Scott. How about Michaels? The chief. Here, sir. Right as rain, sir. Just as wet. How many all told, Johnny? Can't tell yet, sir. It's too dark to see. Could you... You, you being the captain and all, sir, could you maybe say a prayer for all of us, sir? Yes, Hannigan. Our Heavenly Father... We thank thee for thy mercy and thy deliverance. Thee to bless those who loved and were loved by the others. And to comfort them with the knowledge that they entered into thy heavenly kingdom in the way they would have wished it. Fighting for their country and for thee. Amen. 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 And thank you, sir. They'll be resting easier now. Almost daybreak, Paul. I can see some seagulls. If the if the nips see us, the other men will be the lucky ones. Look, sir! To the north! It's... it's a seahorse. By all that's holy, Paul. It's Red Wilson and the seahorse. Good old Red. Hannigan. Hi, sir. Can you still make a signal with your flashlight? Hi, sir. Shall I send request assistance? No. Signal him he's standing into danger. Signal him there's a minefield here. Identify as the squid survivors, but... Signal him not to take the chance of losing his ship by picking us up. What's all this about flashlight signals to the south, Boson? Message just completed, sir. 
squid survivors. Minefield. The skipper says make no attempt to rescue. Oh, the devil with that kind of stuff. Launch the raft, Boson. Pick up those men. We'll bring them back and we won't get back ourselves. Hospitality of my ship to you, Commander Hayden. Thank you, Commander Wilson. Oh, Paul, you lucky son of a sub. Very red. All we did was poke a mine. The mine won. Oh, I know it. I saw it. I saw everything. And me sitting up in the northeast corner of that bay while those babies ran for the south. <laughs> oh, golly, Paul, what a picture it made. It broke my heart not to be able to get a couple in. Because I didn't dare poke one of the can that chased you for fear of hitting you. Did I get her? Did I get the carrier? Did you get her? You got all 700 feet of her. She was a furnace from one end to the other. Tell me more, Red. I never listened to sweeter music. <laughs> you smacked her amidships and you smacked her at, and she lighted up the bay all the way to Yokohama. <laughs> she sank in seven minutes flat, and I nearly bawled. I was so jealous. Take part, sir. Yes? Enemy aircraft approaching from the west, sir. Very well. Take her down. Aye, sir. Well, come on, Papa Hayden. Let's lift the quickie to that future admiral of yours. What? <laughs> Message received about an hour ago, Paul. Eight pounds, nine ounces. Both Mary and Paul Brainerd Jr. doing nicely. All right. Red, let's go below, Paul. You're wet and cold. And I'm ready to collect that bed. You have heard Richard Sale's short story, Off Tokyo Bay. Adapted for Author's Playhouse by Jack Mitchell and directed by Frank Papp. <laughs> Carl Weber was heard as Lieutenant Commander Paul Hayden. The score was composed and conducted by Dr. Roy Shield. Next Wednesday, same time, same station, Author's Playhouse will bring you W.C. Simpson's story of life on the Mississippi. River Captain. Author's Playhouse came to you to Chicago. This is the National Broadcasting Company.